This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ol. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. If you have ever read the book of Jeremiah, you know that he was a very bold prophet. He didn't try to escape his responsibility, but faced it head-on even when he was faced with being thrown into a pit. Jeremiah boldly faced the king and told him that Israel was going to be carried away into captivity because of their disobedience. You see, God has always been straight up with humanity about what he expects from us. Keep his commandments and you will be blessed. Ignore his commandments and there will be punishment. Sometimes those blessings or punishments took years to come to fruition. Sometimes they are given immediately. Either way, God tells us straight up what he wants from us. Now, I have heard certain people say things like, Why would God create us and then give us all of these rules? And you know, that really is a fair question. What is the point of all the commands that God gives us? Why does he want us to not stray from the path he sets forth? What's in it for us? Let's read a passage from Jeremiah 32 in order to answer this question. We are going to begin in verse 36. Now therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning this city of which you say, it shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. Behold, I will gather them out of all countries where I have driven them in my anger, in my fury, and in great wrath. I will bring them back to this place, and I will cause them to dwell safely. They shall be my people, and I will be their God. Then I will give them one heart and one way, that they may fear me forever, for the good of them and their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from doing them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts, so that they will not depart from me. Yes, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will assuredly plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul. For thus says the Lord, Just as I have brought all this great calamity on this people, so I will bring on them all the good that I have promised them. Earlier in this chapter, God had told Jeremiah that he would deliver Israel to the Chaldeans and the Babylonians because of the terrible sins they had committed. In verse 30, he actually said, Because the children of Israel and the children of Judah had have done only evil before me from their youth. They had strayed so far from being God's people that they completely blended in with the pagans around them. He also says that they turned to me the back and not the face. The people no longer cared about what God said, and for that they would be carried away into captivity. But as we know very well, there is always hope. God had made promises to his people, and he always keeps his promises. And that is what we read a moment ago. While he was angry with his people, and he was going to severely punish them for their acts of disobedience, God still fully intended to keep his promise, and he held out an olive branch. Eventually, he would gather up his people again. Verse 38 says, They shall be my people, and I will be their God. Isn't it beautiful that God loved them so much that he still wanted them as his people? 
He still wanted to take care of them, even though they had done abominable things. Verse 39 goes on to say, Then I will give them one heart and one way, that they may fear me forever. And listen very, very closely to this next phrase. For the good of them and their children after them. Now, thinking back to the original question, why would God create us and then give us all of these rules? We now have the answer. It's for our own good. He doesn't just make rules for fun. He doesn't give commands just to watch us struggle. That would be ludicrous, and no sane person would think a loving father would do that. If you are a parent, you want what is best for your children. You want to teach them how to grow up to be successful, happy, and independent adults. If they decide to rebel, we punish them. The punishment isn't because we think it is fun, but it is to help them to make a better decision next time. It is to help keep them safe. God wants us to follow His will because He wants us to be safe. He wants us to be successful, independent, and happy children of His. And if Israel follows God as they should, God would bless them. In verse 41, he says, I will rejoice over them and do them good. Aren't we so proud of our children when they make good decisions? Aren't we so happy for our children when they do the right thing? And don't we then reward them in some way, whether it is just by telling them how proud we are or by maybe giving them privileges of some sort? It's the same type of concept. God is so amazing in that he created a perfect plan for us. He created us, and then he gave us the promise of heaven if we follow him. And he gave us rules, rules that are there for our own good. It is a beautiful plan, and we are privileged that we can be a part of it. Don't let the world rule over your heart. The world doesn't care if you go to heaven or not. But God cares. He is our loving Father. He wants us to have the one heart and the one way in order to receive His wonderful blessings. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I hope you guys have had a wonderful Thanksgiving week. And always remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.